Thank you for joining me, Katie Feeney, for my Sing My Soul podcast, a time to connect to your soul and hear the song that's within you. On Tuesdays, I tell stories from my memoir, Three Fingers Cove. As the stories continue, I'm getting close to the time in life when I left Three Fingers Cove for other adventures. The chapters that made up my children's book have long since passed, so I've had some memories to revisit and some writing to do. Today's chapter is about lessons I learned from my mother. I've become very aware that many of my stories about Three Fingers Cove are stories that my mother told me. I wouldn't even know about them otherwise. She was a great storyteller, and passing on life's experiences was very important to her. And when she got sick, I think she realized that it was the stories and the truth of the important moments in life that shape who we are and who we will become. My mother loved to tell the story about the time when she ran for the cheerleading squad in her high school. You see, in her high school, the cheerleaders were elected by the entire student body. They would put their names in the proverbial hat and then audition before the assembled school who would then vote. When I think about it now, it actually sounds rather terrifying, But the point of my mother telling the story was in how she approached the upcoming assembly. My mother and her best friend made a list of the entire student body. In the months leading up to the assembly, they made a point of making eye contact with every single person and smiling at them. That way, When they were doing their cheer at the assembly and looking up at the students, each one would think they were looking and smiling right at them. Rather ingenious and shrewd at the same time, wouldn't you say? They were both overwhelmingly voted onto the squad. Today, I think my mother could have been a senator or even president. One very vivid memory I associate with summertime is the sound that awakened us every morning about 7 o'clock. A huge splash as my mother dove into the pool, followed by about a half hour of steady splashing as she swam her laps. That's probably why I love the sound of rushing water. In many ways, my mother showed us and encouraged us to be very active, She drove us to swim team practice, was often the first one to put her ice skates on in the winter, got a job at a ski school so that we could ski for free every day, went sleigh riding, walking, and lived outside as much as she could. Also, I think my mother was one of the original health food nuts, as they were called at the time. She substituted carob for chocolate, yuck, by the way, used whole wheat before it was fashionable and as available as it is today, 
and wore Birkenstocks when they were only available at our local health food store, imported directly from Germany. Yes, and she took yoga, was artistic, and was a bit of a hippie, as much as a busy mom of five could be. She definitely thought outside the box and encouraged us to do the same. My mother saw a pine cone wreath for sale at her favorite store, B. Altman's. Now, she had been a fashion buyer before her marriage and was an amazing seamstress. She could see a dress and make it. So when she saw the pine cone wreath, she knew she could make it too. During her daily walks on the golf course, she would see the ground littered with pine cones. So she started gathering them up and the assembly line began. She must have made a hundred of these wreaths, giving most away and giving some to the church to sell for fundraising. But she still had more pine cones. Then she got it in her head that she could make a pine cone Christmas tree. And she did, six feet tall, completely out of pine cones. She made the frame out of turkey wire, putting the lights on first, and then filled the whole thing in with pine cones. It really was quite beautiful. But she had even more pine cones, so she made an eight-foot-tall tree for the church and was so proud when it graced the sanctuary that Christmas. And she gave another one to her close friend, Lucille. The pine cones kept falling. The problem was that you couldn't pack it away, so it stayed in our living room all year, and for fun, we would light it in the summer. More out-of-the-box thinking from my mother. Being in real estate, my parents couldn't resist a good deal, and we had four different houses at the lake. But my mother liked to tell the story about before we moved to the lake, when we lived on Long Island. My father had a real estate office, and she was helping out as one of the realtors and showing houses. They had found a very nice house, bought it, and we were going to move in. Well, she was showing houses one day to a woman who just didn't like anything she was seeing. They were chatting and visiting as they went from house to house, and my mother mentioned that she had just purchased a house. The woman asked if she could see it, so my mother brought her over and showed her everything that was wrong about the house. Crooked doors she was going to fix, windows that needed replacing, and then they went on to the next house. After the two women parted, my mother got a call from my father who asked, Why did you sell her our house? The woman had put in an offer for much more than my parents had paid, so they couldn't resist. Another time, we were selling one of our houses at the lake, and a woman and her fiancé put down a deposit and went to contract. She had six children and a six-foot boa constrictor snake. Several days before the closing, my parents were awakened by the phone. My father answered and wrote a note to my mother, Marriage off. 
she had called the wedding off. The lesson? The deal's not done until the closing is done and the papers are signed. One of the things my mother loved was that we each had our own thing, as she would say. We all had very different interests, and she encouraged us and supported us in following our dreams. Whether it be cartooning, singing lessons, ballet, river rafting, swim team, skiing, friends, or whatever, she was all for it. I think she loved to be able to say at one point, that one of us was a film critic, one in medical school, one a storyteller musician, one a playboy bunny, and one studying at NYU. Very different pursuits, but one constant, a mother's love.
Thank you for joining me for this episode of my Sing My Soul podcast. Please do me a favor and rate and review the podcast. It helps spread the word. And check out my website at katiefeeney.com for links to my albums at SoundCloud, my meditation app in the Apple Store, and my Patreon page, the way you can help support the podcast. God bless you and your families.